You're listening to The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. And here he is, having the time of his life. Back on The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. We're going to continue on with another 2019 Draft Spotlight segment. Uh, and my guest in this particular segment, this guy who's been on my uh, to-get list uh, for uh, many, many months uh, this season, tried to uh, set it up earlier this year, just for whatever reason, could not uh, connect uh, with... Uh, my guest, who is Bobby Brink, uh, played for the Sioux City Musketeers this year for most of the time. Also uh, put on the U.S. jersey uh, for the World U18s uh, and for the uh, World Junior A Challenge. So lots to talk about with Bobby Brink. Uh, welcome to the Pipeline Show, Bobby. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Uh, pleasure to get a chance to speak with you today. Uh, I know you'd rather be playing at this point as the USHL uh, Finals gets uh, ready to uh, start up this weekend, but um, your team fell a little bit short. Uh, what went wrong in the playoffs for, for the Musketeers? Um, I don't know. We just ran into a, a hot Sioux Falls team, and uh, uh, we had a couple close games there. We lost in fourth OT in the last one. So, I don't know, just a couple more bounces our way, and maybe that series turns around. Well, uh, a really strong season for you uh, on a personal level. The Musketeers were a good team as well, but 68 points in just 43 games. You finished fourth in USHL scoring, but played like 20 fewer games than the other guys who were at the top, so uh, 35 goals included in that 68 game or 68 point uh, total. I have to think you're uh, pretty pleased with the way things went for you in the USHL this year. Yeah, it was a fun year. Uh, uh, well, all of us as a line had a successful year, and uh, uh, just too bad that we didn't turn on how we wanted in the playoffs. Did your line mates uh, change throughout the season, or did you have a couple of guys pretty much from start to finish? Uh, no, most of the time it was with uh, Martin Possuso and Marcus Kelly and Kelly, unless uh, one was injured or out of the lineup. Well, so a couple of pretty talented players there for sure. Why the chemistry between the three of you? What do you think um, was it was that uh, made you guys click so well? Um, I think we all just uh, think the game a lot alike. Uh, I think we were able to make a lot of small, uh, like, go plays to each other that uh, set up each other up for good scoring chances. Uh, you also had a chance to play in the World Junior A Challenge uh, this year in Bonneville, which is about two hours away from where I'm sitting right now. Uh, I didn't get a chance to get out to the tournament this year, but um, what was that experience like for you? Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, we had a great group of guys, and uh, the city of Bonneville was really great. Uh, the, they had a great attendance every game, which made the atmosphere really fun. And uh, winning that gold medal there was really special. Uh, was that the first time you, you got to uh, represent your country on the international stage? Uh, yeah, it was the first time, so I just made it even more more special. Uh, that's got to be uh, a proud moment for a player uh, to be able to put on your national colors like that. Yeah, it's always an honor to, uh, to get to wear the the USA flag, so uh, whenever you do it, it's, it's always an honor. It's really special. Well, and then you got to do it again here uh, earlier, well, in April last month, uh, playing at the uh, World U18 over in Sweden. We'll get to that in a little bit, but uh, it's the 2019 Draft Spotlight. We're chatting with uh, Bobby Brink from the Sioux City Musketeers. Uh, and Bobby, what we like to do in this part of the show is uh, let my audience get to know somebody that's draft eligible like you are this year, and not everybody that's hearing this is going to know who Bobby Brink is, so let's uh, educate the audience. Uh, where are you from? I'm from Minnetonkin, Minnesota. Do you remember how old you were when you first started playing, Bobby? Uh, around the age of uh, two or three. Yeah, pretty young, but uh, the state of hockey, uh, you guys are uh, have such a rich hockey tradition uh, in your state as well. Uh, who got you into hockey at that young age, or is it just a Minnesota thing? 
Um, my dad played uh, hockey at the University of Minnesota, so uh, he kind of got me into the game, and he coached me growing up through about Wee. Okay. Have you always been a forward? Uh, pretty much my whole career, except for I mean, a couple of games at defense, but usually I played forward. Never ever throw the pads on. I, I talk to a lot of players on the show, and some of them will say, you know, when you're five or six and your team, everybody kind of has to take their turn uh, playing in net. Did you have a an opportunity like that? I think I threw them on for one practice and then never again. <laughs> you knew right away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew that wasn't my thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have to ask you about uh, something somebody told me, that your middle name is Orr, so it's Bobby Orr Brink. Uh, is that correct? First off, is that is that true? Yeah, that is true. And and how did that come about? Do you know? Um, my dad is just, I guess, a big hockey fan growing up, and he loved Bobby Orr, so uh, he decided to name me after it. Well, I guess when you, your name is Bobby, or you kind of are locked into playing hockey, that's for sure. Hey, it's worked out pretty well for you. Maybe it's a, a maybe it's a good luck charm. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, all right. So you go from uh, Minnetonka High School, uh, playing in the uh, USHL uh, Sioux City. You got into thirteen games last year uh, before playing uh, as a full timer this year. Those thirteen games, how much did that mean to uh, kind of giving you a an insight into what to expect of the USHL this year? Oh, uh, yeah, it just made the transition easier from high school to the USHL. It's always a big jump going from high school to junior. So kind of get the transition period out of the way. Uh, last year was, it was helpful for my start this year. Now you did not play in the World Junior A or in the, uh, Holinka Gretzky Cup this year. Uh, was that something that was, uh, you know, uh, you thought was a possibility for you and, and just didn't work out? Uh, yeah, I was coming off, uh, I just had knee surgery, so ah. I was still uh, injured at the time. Okay, I was wondering if there was something along those lines, because uh, I would have expected that you would have been on that team. So not getting that opportunity, how important uh, was the the World Junior A Challenge uh, then for you, just to, to play in one of those showcase events during your draft year? Yeah, obviously if you have a good performance at one of those events, that uh, uh, helps your draft stock, but I mean, it's also... It was tough not to be able to represent your country as a big tournament like Holinka, so mm-hmm. to be able to do it at the World Junior A, that was nice. Well, and uh, you led the U.S. in scoring at the World Junior A, and then you get that opportunity at the at the U18 as well. Uh, now, you played a, a few games uh, with the U17s in uh, that year and with the U18s again this year. Um, so to go into uh, Sweden to join the club over there, was it a comfortable fit because you, you'd already kind of known some of the guys on the team? Yeah, it made the, uh, like, joining the new team easier and knowing the guys from last year. So, I don't know, you just kind of, it was less of a not knowing anyone where you just learn everybody's name for the first time. It's, it's kind of nice to be able to jump right into a team where you've played there before. I, I have to think it's still a bit of a challenge, though, where to go from a Sioux City where you were the guy to playing for Team USA where you weren't necessarily the guy because that team is absolutely loaded with talent this year, but... Was it a little bit tough for you to find sort of your role? Oh, I don't think it was that tough. I, I jumped right on the line with Boldy and Turtime. They made uh, the transition really easily. With, uh, they helped me in my game, and we kind of clicked as the line. And so, I don't know, you just kind of do whatever you can to help the team win. Well, six points in five games uh, in Sweden, that's pretty impressive as well. And I know it was not the, uh, the, the medal that you guys wanted to come home with, but um, can you... Can you come back with a bronze medal and be happy? Uh, I mean, at least uh, you didn't come home empty-handed. I know the gold medal is obviously the target, though. 
Yeah, it's obviously talking about going over there and winning the gold. Uh, you dream about winning the gold medal there, and then uh, at least you're walking away with something. But uh, it's just not, it's not the same without the gold. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Brink of the Sioux City Musketeers, uh, my guest here on the Pipeline Show. Uh, let's uh, chat a bit about the draft uh, during the course of the regular season. Is it something you spend a lot of time thinking about or not? Um, obviously, there's like interviews that you have to do with NHL teams and stuff, but I don't know. I try not to focus too on it too much, where it's uh, filling my mind during games and hindering my play. So usually, I just try to kind of keep it out of my mind and focus on uh, the Sioux City team. But then you go to Bonneville. You also have the top prospect game in the in the USHL. So you have those those marquee showcase events where you know one end of the rink is just full of uh, guys in black coats and, and clipboards. So you know the scouts are out there every night watching you. It, do, do you think that can be a distraction to a player? Oh, uh, yeah, you know they're there, but like I don't know, maybe just use it as motivation or uh, just either that or just keep it out of your mind where you can just do whatever. You can to help your team win. That's what's most important is uh, winning with your current team. Well, now that your time on the ice is at an end for this season, uh, you're ranked 19th in North America by Central Scouting. Uh, does that flatter you? Are you excited about that? Or are you are you one of those guys who says, uh, man, I should be ranked higher than that? No, obviously it's an honor to be ranked uh, on Central Scouting and to be ranked high. So, uh, yeah, it's, just, uh, it's an honor to be on that, that list. They rank you or list you at five eight and one hundred and fifty nine pounds. How uh, accurate are those numbers? I think I'm at about five nine, five ten ish, right in there. Okay, and weight wise, about is it still about one hundred and sixty uh, pounds? Yeah, one like one sixty five ish. Today's game uh, has certainly opened up uh, for uh, guys who aren't necessarily six two and two hundred and ten pounds. Um, so guys your size are finding a way to have success. How has it not been an issue for you? I mean, clearly. You've been playing at this size, uh, you know, all your life, and I'm sure you've had people tell you all your life that you're not big enough. Um, why has it not been a problem for you? Oh, I think just uh, you see like guys in, like in the NHL, like Joe and Kane, and just use their skill to their advantage and uh, just use quickness and uh, elusiveness where they're not getting hit that much, and they're still able to protect the puck with a lower central center of gravity. So. Uh, you kind of see that, and you see that it's not that big of a deal to be uh, smaller than most players. Uh, for those uh, who are listening right now that haven't had a chance to watch you play, how would you describe yourself as a player? I uh, play with high hockey IQ. They're using his vision and playmaking ability to set up his teammates and set up scoring chances for himself. 35 goals, 33 assists this year. Do you see yourself more as a setup guy or, or the guy who uh, finishes off the plays? I mean, I think I kind of see myself as both. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not just a shooter or a passer. I try to do whatever the game gives me. All right. Uh, looking ahead to next year, uh, or is it the year after? I know you're slated to uh, to go to the University of Denver and play for the Pioneers. The last time I checked with them, uh, nothing had been uh, officially confirmed. I know you're a recruit of theirs or a commit, um, but I don't know if your uh, your intention is to be there next year or the year after. Uh, where are you at with that? Um, I'm trying to get my school done to uh, to go in next year, but uh, we'll see how everything works out. Um, so I don't know; it's not nothing's for sure yet. Okay, pretty good uh, landing spot there to play at the University of Denver. Uh, you do have another option with the Portland Winterhawks out of the Western Hockey League, which is another really nice spot uh, to to play at. Is the WHL uh, and Portland 
uh, a consideration for you? How much is uh, how does how much does that factor in for you? Well, obviously, they're a great organization out there, and uh, Mike Johnson's a great coach. But I don't know. I've I planned and committed to go to Denver, so that's uh, that's what my that's what my plans are to go into the University of Denver. Very good. Uh, now the NHL draft uh, about six weeks away. Did you grow up uh, having a, a favorite NHL team? I know whatever it is that will probably change uh, in six or seven weeks' time. But as a kid, did you have a favorite team? I always grew up rooting for the Wild and going to a lot of Wild games. So as a, that was probably my childhood team, where it's kind of your home team. Yeah, uh, like love Zach Parise and that type of player. So uh, obviously, uh, any team that you get drafted to is special, though. Nice. Uh, the NHL Combine uh, will come, uh, what, about uh, three, four weeks from now. Um, anything about that that uh, has you curious or nervous at all? You got the big sit-down with all the NHL teams or the, the fitness uh, portion of it that's always on TV and stuff? Anything like that? Uh, what, what's got you more nervous? Um, I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm nervous about any of it. Uh, just got to prepare and be ready for the fitness and interviews. Well, Bobby, listen, I really appreciate your time today. Uh, best of luck at the Combine, the NHL Draft, whatever happens there, and maybe we'll talk to you again down the road while you're at Denver. Yes, thank you for having me. His name is Bobby Brink, and he is uh, currently ranked 19th in NHL's Central Scouting's uh, North American rankings, and uh, I think I, I don't think I've seen a list that has him outside of the first round. So there's a player we should probably expect to see in that 20 to 30 range, maybe even earlier than that, uh, although... Not a lot of size, and uh, I'm, I'm told, I haven't seen him play with my own eyes, so I can only go by the scouting reports I've been told. We've heard some of them on the show here from our guest from HockeyProspect.com, uh, that Bobby Brink, although he's not big, also not really, really uh, quick on his feet either. There will there will definitely be scouts out there who say, if you're going to be small, you better be fast, uh, and uh, that's not the description I get of Bobby Brink. That's not to say that he can have success. Uh, hockey sense is something you is really hard to learn. A natural ability to put the puck in the net, really tough to learn. I think you can train to be become a better skater. We've seen a number of players do it over the years. So if there's one thing, skating is really important in the NHL today. But if you're not a great skater at the junior level, I think that is still something that you can work on. So maybe of all the assets and, and traits that a player can have and maybe not have, the terrific speed might be something that you can improve on the most. That's just my own personal opinion. Uh, so just because Bobby Brink is small and not necessarily a burner uh, doesn't mean that he cannot have success at the next level. He definitely has the hockey sense and the uh, natural uh, talent to put the puck in the net that's going to get him a look. We go from a, one a probable first-round pick to a guy who uh, another probable, maybe even uh, for sure, first-round pick. The top-rated goaltender in the class of 2019. His name is Spencer Knight, plays for the uh, U.S. National Development Program. He's on the Pipeline Show next. McCarthy trying to get it out of his own zone. Picks it up again behind the USA goal. This time a safe play, and he finds Turcotte. With Gildon, shorthanded, and over line. Turcotte, out in front, score! What a move! Alex Turcotte, a shorthanded goal. It's Alex Turcotte from Team USA, and you're listening to the Pipeline Show.
passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 90% rate. Jonathan Taves. Backhand scores! Wow, what a goal! Joe Pavelski. And Johnny Gaudreau. We're stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you are a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. Champions of the college hockey world!